What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Call to Comeback Podcast. I am Tom Spallone. Uh, Bob McGinnis cannot join us today, uh, but we have our special guest, Eddie Stankwick. How you doing, Eddie? I'm um, great, Tom. How are you? Uh, thank you for having me on again. For sure. Yeah, it's always a fun time. Um, I'm really excited. We just saw the first round of the NFL draft last night, and it was probably one of the craziest drafts I've ever seen. With I think there was nine or ten trade-ups. And the Eagles and the Giants crushed it, I thought, uh, in terms of the draft last night. Uh, yeah, I'll start out uh, the Eagles with the big move, uh, getting A.J. Brown. Um, I'm super excited as an Eagles fan. That was a crazy move. Um, we were waiting all offseason for a wide receiver, and it uh, wasn't. they weren't really coming. I wasn't sure. I thought we were going to maybe draft one. And then when Jamison Williams got picked by the Lions at uh, 13, I was a little upset. I was like, oh, damn, I don't think we're going to get a good receiver now. But, um, yeah, Howie Roseman came through. He traded uh, the 18th pick. And the uh, hundred, I was like the hundredth pick. I don't remember the exact. It's like a third round pick for uh, AJ Brown, which was an electrifying uh, big young receiver. Uh, he's gonna fit in great as the number one receiver on the Eagles, and I think they'll make Devontae Smith uh, is an even better number two receiver. Uh, yeah, to one, you want to talk about the Giants, Tom? I'm, I'm sure you're happy about the Giants last night. Yeah, no, just quick though to go off what you said. I mean, that, I thought that was a great trade by uh, Howie. Um, pulling off that deal mid-draft. I mean, we saw Hurts working out with A.J. Brown uh, the past few weeks. They're pretty close. So, I mean, we saw that as a possibility. Yeah, and friends since high school. Yeah, so, I mean, they pulled the trigger. They got the deal done. And we're starting to see this across the league now where teams uh, would rather uh, not pay guys uh, if they're looking for a ton of money, especially receivers, and they'd rather draft a, a prototype of that player. And that's te te technically what the Titans did last night. They drafted uh, Trayvon Burks uh, from Arkansas, and he's a similar prototype to A.J. Brown. You just don't have to pay the kid and they send uh, Brown to Philly. So it's a good deal for both sides. I mean, Philly needed a playmaker uh, to pair with Devontae Smith, so it's going to be huge for them. Uh, yeah, uh, going back to what you just said, um, what, were you just, what were you just talking about? We're talking about, like, flipping the money, uh, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, with wide contract. receiver. That's Traylon Burks. Yeah. That's what I want to talk about. Yeah, Traylon Burks is a receiver I actually wanted the Eagles to get, and I'm very happy we got A.J. Brown, obviously. But, yeah, Traylon Burks is a receiver that reminds me a lot of A.J. Brown. And, yeah, it's, the Titans replaced uh, A.J. Brown well with that pick, I think. But, yeah, it's actually insane how the receivers uh, from all around the NFL are getting traded. We've never seen anything like this before. Like, it's like the yeah. MLB or the NBA at this point almost. It's crazy. It's been it's been an insane offseason, and, and it, it continued last night with that great round one. And, and I'm ex extremely pumped because I got, the, I thought, the best player in the draft, Kayvon Thibodeau. I wanted the kid for, uh, for the past few weeks, even months. And there was just not a lot of chatter from the Giants or even Jets or even anyone in that top five uh about Kayvon Thibodeau, and I think the Giants kept it pretty pretty secretive that they loved him the whole way, and I thought that was a great pick at five, and then I thought the Giants got a great pick with Neal at seven. I, th I think they got the two cornerstone pieces that they needed on both sides of the ball uh, to start improving this this rebuild. Yeah, the Giants uh, hit this well. Uh, I don't know how Thibodeau fell to five, but I also thought he was definitely the best or second best player in the draft. Uh, apparently felt was a character issue. I heard or something like that. I think that's stupid. He seems like a pretty uh, good guy to me. He seems like he was talking about how he doesn't go out a lot, he likes to stay in. Uh, he yeah. seems like he's huge. He loves football. Uh, it seems like the guy you want on my team, on, on your team to me. As an Eagles fan, I'm not happy he fell to the Giants. Um, and Neil, too. The Giants' offensive line has been atrocious for as long as I can remember now. Since they had Western Richburg playing center was probably the last time they were decent. <laughs> um, but yeah, Evan Neal, he's, that's, that's a franchise right tackle he got there. Uh, coming from Alabama, it's always a good sign. Um, yeah, that's the, went as ideal as it could for the Giants. Those two great players fell right into their lap. I thought it did as well. And, I mean, you look at the Jets right before them taking Sauce Gardner. Now, listen, I love Sauce Gardner. I think the Giants loved him as well. If he was there at five and the Jets took Thibodeau, I think it's a no-brainer. The Giants probably were, were taking Gardner at five. 
But now, asking me, I've, I honestly value that the pass rush a little more now in today's NFL than I would a lockdown corner. I mean, especially looking at what the Giants have right now. I mean, Ojolari had a pretty decent year uh, last year, but the Giants have still haven't had that edge threat um, coming at your at the quarterback since really like Justin Tuck, Michael Strahan days. We're talking like a decade ago. So, I mean, that's why I thought it was just so important. Uh, just to go out and, and get a guy who's going to attack the quarterback because you, you need someone like that in today's NFL if you, if you want to have a disruptive defense because you can have the best secondary in the league, but it doesn't matter if you're not getting to, to the quarterback, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, bad rusher is a huge position in today's game. Uh, yeah, I don't want to just sit up here and make fun of the Jets, but um, <laughs> um, yes, uh, Sauce Gardner's, yeah, he's a phenomenal player. He's a lockdown corner. He didn't allow a touchdown in college. Uh, he's the real deal. Yeah, it's a good pick. He's definitely a good pick, but I think uh, passing on Thibodeau is a pick that can honestly haunt the Jets in the future, uh, especially going to the Giants, uh, same playing the same stadium as them. Uh, yeah, that I think it was not smart for the Jets to pass on Thibodeau, but I thought that was an amazing pick at nine with uh, Garrett Wilson. I'm very high on him. Yeah, yeah, Wilson getting picked at ten by the Jets. Um, I oh, th- ten. I'm sorry, not nine. Yeah, Cross went nine to Seattle. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. I think the Jets knocked this this draft to the park as well. I mean. Joe Douglas has done a great job of using the picks and flipping them and trading up. And Gardner at four is a solid lockdown corner. I like that pick. And then they took um, Wilson, we said, at 10. Now, I'm, I was a little higher on Jamerson Williams out of Alabama coming off that injury. I, think I love him. You love him, too. He's, yeah. We know, all know he's an explosive receiver. But this kid, Garrett Wilson at Ohio State, can go up and make a play on any ball uh, thrown to him. I think he's a great athlete, good size. I think that's a great pairing uh, with Elijah Moore and Zach Wilson in New York. So I think that's another great pick. And then their third pick, they traded back into the first and took Jermaine Johnson, who fell, uh, the edge rusher from Florida State, who fell all the way to 26. And it looked like he was going to be a top 10 pick from, from the last few weeks of the chatter we heard. So now, is there a reason why he fell? Denzel Mims fell all the way to the second round, and Douglas, I believe, traded up, and they took him. And Jets fans were saying, steal of the draft, steal of the draft. This looks like it could be steal of the draft as well, but that Mims wasn't steal of the draft, obviously, as we know. So, I mean, if there could be a reason why he fell. I don't know. Uh, I I hope there's not a reason that he fell for the Jets fans. Uh, Yeah, I think a big reason why he fell is that he's 24 years old. Um, A lot of people are saying that. Uh, I watched his full full game versus uh, Notre Dame. Uh, he uh, on YouTube. Uh, he uh, he looked like the real deal. He seems like a player that's very NFL ready and is ready to make an impact. Uh, yeah, I never like when a player falls that way. But even if the Jets did miss on that trading up form, it's it's not that big of it's not that big of a deal. It's probably a good move either way. He's uh, he seems like he's a pretty NFL ready guy. Yeah, no, I agree. I think yeah, I think winner. We, we can go over, over a few winners and losers of the draft. My winners, honestly, the drafter, Giants, I think I'd count the Jets as a winner. Definitely. I'd say definitely the Eagles teams. getting jo- – we didn't even talk about Jordan Davis. The- yeah, we didn't talk about Jordan Davis, the yeah. hog molly out of uh, Georgia. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, an absolute beast. I'm a little worried about how uh, him staying, like, not healthy, but uh, how many downs he's going to be able to play. He's definitely yeah. going to get winded being that big. I think he's like 6'6", 340, 350 around there. Yeah, he's huge. That's huge, yeah. He's uh, definitely going to make an instant impact in the NFL, but just by that size, it's going to be cra- it's going to be crazy having him on our D-line. I'm excited, him and Fletcher together. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a, another big pickup. So I'd obviously give Philly and then the A.J. Brown trade. Philly's a winner. Um, I'd give the Ravens winners. I mean, this oh, kid, they're huge, huge winners. winners. I mean, Ka- getting huge Kyle winners. Hamilton at 14, yeah. we, we heard the character issues, blah, blah, blah. We always hear that. I don't care about the character issues. If he's g- not going to be a problem off the field, he's going to be a stud on the field because this kid at Notre Dame, he can cover t- uh, tight ends, which is big in the NFL nowadays. 
uh, with Kelsey and Kittle, all those big tight ends who, who can huge, yeah. vertically play the, the football. And um, he can he can really play anywhere. He's so versatile. So I think that's a huge pick for the Ravens, getting him at 14. And then they get Linderbaum at 25, who is a cornerstone center. Yeah, they, they, I mean, they really stole this draft, the Ravens. Yeah. That trade with the uh, Cardinals, too. I know uh, uh, Lamar's uh, mad at his boy uh, Marquise Brown's gone. But um, yeah. that's, uh, that's a great trade. Marquise Brown, really, in my opinion, is not worth the 23rd overall pick. He's going to add a lot of explosions to that Cardinals offense. The Cardinals offense is going to be putting up over 30 points a game, probably. But, um, yeah, that wasn't the best trade for the Cardinals. I thought that was a really good trade for the Ravens. And, yeah, Linderbaum, yeah. the Ravens are a great franchise to get drafted to. They do everything right. Linderbaum and Hamilton. Um, I didn't like him going in the top ten. Honestly, I thought where he went was, like, uh, deserved for a safety. I mm-hmm. think he, like, went right in the right spot for Hamilton. Great pick. I agree. Great picks by the Ravens. Another team I thought were winners, Tom, I wonder if you agree, were the uh, Jaguars. Yeah, no, I liked what the Jaguars did. I mean, I liked their aggressive approach this offseason. In free agency, we saw they wanted to spend the money, although some of the money was spent a little interestingly. Uh, yeah, that brutal receiver. Christian Kirk contract, the, absolutely yeah, brutal. A little interesting there, but I mean, I like the aggressiveness. They traded up at the end of the first round and got Devin Lloyd from Utah, who I, who we know is the best middle linebacker in the draft, arguably next to N'Kobe Dean. Uh, this kid's a great, great in pass coverage. Um, yeah, I think that's a great pick for them. And then at one, they got Trayvon Walker. Now, if you're asking me, is that the safe pick? No, I don't think it's the safe pick, obviously. I think the safer pick would have either been Hutchinson or, honestly, Kevon Thibodeau. Uh, I think the safest pick would have been uh, Kevon Thibodeau, in my opinion. Yeah, if I'm the Jaguars, I'm, I would have probably taken Kevon Thibodeau. That's me, yeah. personally. But, I mean, they, they take a risk here on Trayvon Walker. This kid has the potential to be an elite pass rusher, obviously. His athleticism is, is off the charts. It's just, can he put it all together on an NFL football field? On a, and hopefully for the Jaguars, he can. And if he can, those are two stud d- defenders that they snagged in this first round. Yeah. Um, as I was, I was talking to one of my boys about it yesterday, um, yeah, this is a, uh, like, for Trent Balky, the Jaguars GM, this is like a career-altering uh, draft pick with Trevon Walker. Trevon yeah. Walker was uh, projected to go in the 20s uh, a few months ago. Uh, he's an undeniably amazing athlete. He has all the intangibles. Like, he tore up the combine. Um, but this is a risky pick. Like, if um, it was definitely, I think, safer to go Thibodeau or Hutchinson. I don't think if they were busts, you would have gotten blamed as bad. But, um, yeah, this is a really, really risky uh pick for the Jaguars, but I think he's gonna it do is. I think he's gonna be a good player. And I also think Devin Lloyd was a safe pick though. I think he's gonna be an outstanding linebacker in the NFL. Go watch his Utah uh tape. He's he's a sick player. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely gonna be a good player for them. And um another one I wanted to point out here, it was a little bit of a shocker. The Houston Texans at three took Stingley. We no one really saw that coming up until last uh week or so. We heard a lot of reports on it. But obviously early in the draft process he was not projected to go that high. I mean, this kid could end up being the best corner in the draft next easily, to Sauce Garner. Easily. Both of them are lockdown corners, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I think Stingley, if you look at his LSU tape from 2019, uh, I know there's some injury history there, but, I mean, just absolutely locking down Jamar Chase, and we all know how good Jamar Chase is. So, I mean, if he can stay healthy, keep, um, keep it all on the field, and just be smart, I think this kid can definitely be a lockdown corner. And I, I like that pick for the Texans at three. Yeah, uh, the, I think he's going to be an amazing player. I actually like that pick a lot. Um, a lot of people probably disagree with it. Yeah. Uh, he's been the, he was the number one cornerback as a freshman at uh, LSU on that 2019 championship team. <laughs> they were uh, absolutely outstanding. Um, he was might have been the best player on the defense, you could argue. So, yeah, uh, I think he's a very safe pick, and I think he's going to be an outstanding player. Uh, another team I wanted to look at um, is the Commanders, actually. Yeah. Uh, traded back and selected uh, Jahan Dotson, 
Uh, I don't really – I think they're a big loser in this draft, honestly. I think Dotson's a good player, but uh, trading back and picking him at 16, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. No, I agree with that. I mean, this kid Dotson could be <coughs> an electric player. We saw him at Penn State. He's got the capability. But at 16, I mean, he was mostly mocked to go around 30 to early second round. I yeah. think they could have waited on this or even traded traded down. I, I mean – yeah, they could have uh, traded down. To oh, they the did. 16th. They traded down from eleven to sixteen, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah. So they traded down. I still think it's early to take him there, though. I don't know. What, that's it is. I guess if he's your guy, though, he's an undersized uh, receiver. He reminds me of kind of Terry McLaurin. Um, I wonder if that means they're going to trade Terry McLaurin if they're drafting him now. That's true. McLaurin definitely could be a trade candidate. Um, I'm looking here. Obviously, Burks ended up going eighteen to Tennessee. So I mean, Washington did end up passing on Burks. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I don't like that at all. We'll see how that works out for them. I'm very high on him. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I'm obviously a little biased here. I'm a Giant fan. You're an Eagle fan. Yeah, we know. I, just, I just want the Commanders to be I'm, horrible as well. We, we don't <laughs> like the Commanders, obviously, as we know. But, I mean, I, I, I'm not a big fan of, of them next year. I mean, Dotson, he's, he's a, he could be electrifying, but I'm not a big fan of Wentz. Um, I think they're, they're, gonna, they're a little overrated, honestly. So, we'll, we'll see what happens with them. Uh, yeah, uh, another team, too, that I think did a great job, actually, was uh, the Chiefs. Uh, McDuffie at 21, and then uh, getting Carl Aftis at 30. Uh, I wasn't that huge on Carl Aftis, but grabbing him at 30, that's great value. Yeah. Uh, he's he's probably going to make a uh, big difference on the edge. And uh, Trent McDuffie, I didn't see much of his tape at Washington, but a lot of guys I follow on Twitter that's opinions I respect um, were very high on him, actually. Yeah, no, I heard a lot of good things about McDuffie. And um, Carl Aftis was actually pr- projected to go kind of higher in this draft process, and we all know he fell over the last few months. But, I mean, you're right. At 30, I feel like that's great value. The Chiefs' defense has been lacking uh, these past few years, we know. So getting two defenders in the first round was, was basically a must for them. Um, so we'll see what happens with them moving forward. And then a uh, little interesting here, Bengals at 31 taking Daxton Hill. I mean, best uh, safety after Hamilton, I guess you could argue, maybe the Georgia kid, Luis Cine. Um, could also be, but I don't know. I thought they should have went corner here. I mean, Booth is still on the board here today uh, for rounds two and three of the draft. Um, I would have taken Booth. You got Eli Apple who's playing slot corner for them. I mean, I don't know why. You no, I think they, were, they re-signed corner. him too, actually, right? Yeah, they did re-sign him. Yeah. So I guess they're they're eyeing it, keep, keeping him for a reason, but I don't know. I mean, this Daxton Hill kid could be good paired up with Jesse Bates uh, at safety. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's I'm not going to sit here and actually I watched. Daxton Hill or Luis Cine play last year. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, I've heard they're pretty good. Um, Daxton Hill, yeah, the Bengals, the safety they're after out of Michigan. Uh, yeah, they have already one of the best safeties in the league with Jesse Bates. So that should be exciting to see what they can do together. And that uh, secondary is going to be forced to be reckoned with. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Um, uh, what moving, else we want to talk about? Yeah, moving forward, I mean, we could talk a little bit here about the day two uh, guys available today. Um, we have rounds two and three tonight. Yeah, um, um, for the NFL draft. So obvious name is best available. Uh, Nicobe Dean, Georgia, Malik yeah. Willis, uh, quarterback Liberty. Uh, Andrew Booth, Clemson cornerback. Um, what are some other names, Tom? Yeah, Arnold Bre- Ekebede from Penn State. Yeah, the edge rusher from Penn State. Uh, Brees Hall, running back from Iowa State. 
I oh, think he's yeah. gonna be the first running back probably off the board. Oh yeah, definitely. I think. Um, we still have. I mean, look at the receivers though. We still have some depth at receiver. You look at Christian oh, Watson depth, from yeah. North Dakota State, uh, an athletic. I don't freak. know too much about him. Would you, would you know a lot about him? I don't know a ton about him, but I've seen some tape. And um, one of my friends goes to James Madison University, and they played. Yeah, they're like the second they're, best. They're basically team, their rival. Yeah, yeah they played rival. North Dakota State, I believe, in the uh, championship for AA uh, this past season. And this kid Watson went off. Um, so he's definitely a legit threat at wide receiver. I think the Giants could be keying in on him if they want to go receiver in the second round. This kid, Sky Moore, from Western Michigan, a uh, little undersized at 5'10", but he's a speedster, very athletic, um, another guy to keep an eye on. He's a beast, so, I mean, there's, like Yeah, there's just so much depth in this draft where, I mean, today is going to be a huge day for GMs to steal the draft because we know last night – we can praise Shane for the uh, Thibodeau pick and Evan Neal pick. We can praise Douglas for the Sauce Gardner pick. But, I mean, those are top ten picks, and you expect your GM to hit on those top ten picks. Absolutely. Yeah. Now you look at days uh, two and three of the draft. That's where you want your GM to make make his money, uh, quote-unquote, for this draft, and that's where he can really make a dent. Yeah. So this, this is a big is, day uh, for a lot of GMs. This is a huge uh, day, too. I'm pretty surprised, honestly, out of all the players that took to the second round, to Andrew Booth from Clemson. Uh, yeah. the cornerback from Clemson. I thought he's a great player. Kind of want them to slip to the Eagles or the Eagles to trade up for him or something like that. Um, yeah, another player I like a lot is uh, Sky Moore from Western Michigan. He's got speed. He's a little undersized, but uh, he should be a good deep ball threat in the NFL. He'll probably play in the slot. Um, uh, do you know anything about Boye uh, Mafe from Minnesota, Tom, linebacker? I don't know much about him. I heard he's, he's good, though. Yeah, he's another name floating around. I saw him a lot in first round in mocks. Uh, David Ojabo, apparently he's going to be out for the whole 2022 season, you said this morning, right? Yeah, Ojabo's out for a whole year. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I still think it's good value getting him in the second round. Obviously, this kid was supposed to be a mid-first rounder until he tore his Achilles on the pro day, which was tough a tough scene for him. But um, hopefully he comes back strong in 2023, and I think he'll, he'll definitely go in the second round, uh, if not third. And you're right, uh, Booth is a huge name for me, honestly, especially as a Giant fan. Um, Eagles adding A.J. Brown last night to pair with Smith. I mean, I, I want as many corners on the Giants as I can, um, especially because we don't know what's happening with James Bradbury. Um, he still could be traded in these next few days. And um, the Giants need man-up corners. So this kid, Booth, I mean, could be one of the guys to go with. Um, what are your thoughts, though, on maybe Giants going Malik Willis? That would definitely be a little bit of a shocker, but Malik Willis at 36? Uh, I mean, if Shane sees a project that maybe he wants to work with, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I don't know. As a Giants fan, and I think if they picked him, um, I would be excited if I was a Giants fan. I agree. Um, but I don't think that's the ideal situation to do. The Giants have two first-round picks next year. I think they should just build their team and um, see if they give Daniel Jones a decent O-line and the receivers are healthy maybe, and with a healthy Saquon, you can see what type of player he can be. And you have two first-round picks next year. If Daniel, you don't like Daniel Jones – there's no one's expecting to the Giants to win this year. You can go trade your first uh, two first-round picks and go get a higher pick and select Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. Or, and you know there's probably going to be another quarterback next year that's going to be right up there with them. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't be in two in favor of the Giants uh, taking Malik. Um, I think Dan, I heard a Dan Orlovsky say on ESPN this morning that he would think that uh, the Giants might trade a fifth or sixth-round pick for Baker Mayfield. I think that would be a way uh, smarter decision to do than uh, – drafting Malik Willis, actually. That's not a, uh, a bad idea. I mean, I, I think Baker Mayfield's obviously right now, I think he's better than Daniel Jones. I mean, Jones is obviously more the project. It would be cheap to get Baker Mayfield. Like you just, just how said, cheap he's going for right now. I think it's yeah, worth it. You know what I mean? I agree. Fifth and sixth. The only issue is the Giants cap um, is, is obviously not ideal right now with how Dave Gettleman left it. So um, 
in the future, I really don't I don't know how the Giants would be able to pay him. That's the only issue. So I, I really don't know if the Giants would go that direction, but I think it definitely would probably be smarter than drafting Willis here because the Giants probably need to go defense here. Just yeah. looking at their roster, they obviously have more holes to fill uh, even after that first round. So, and, but just to correct you, Ed, I, I actually the Giants have one first next year. They, oh, they don't have two yeah, first. Yeah, they. Do, I mean, they don't because I was thinking um, we could trade back with the seventh pick last night and then pick up the first next year, but they ended up just taking Neil. I mean, oh, I, I guess you guys were talking about doing that a lot. Yeah, that's why, so that's got why I got heads. I got it confused. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The Eagles have two next year. Maybe I was the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, they made the deal with New Orleans before yeah, the draft yeah, to pick yeah, up. That was bad. smart. I'm that, sorry about that, guys. I'm no, I I want I wish the Giants obviously had two first next year with the with that QB class, yeah. but. I mean, when Neil's there, last thing you got to take him. Uh, probably the call, the trade backs probably weren't good enough value. Yeah, but if you if there's if Jones is in the move and uh, there's a quarterback you guys love next year, we'll probably so be in a good spot to take him anyways. Yeah, depending on how bad a record. Is. Yeah, if if Jones is that bad this year, you guys are probably gonna be picking in the top ten. Yeah, like that, exactly. So. That's how you got to think of it. And then you can trade you whatever pick you have, maybe to the first or second pick. I don't know. Yeah, trade up. We're a long time away. Yeah, not a long time away, but def- definitely something to look at. Um, yeah, what what are some guys you're looking at here for uh, Philly? Because they have they have what one second and one third. Uh, yeah, I think they have the fifty first pick tonight. Um, you can check if I'm right on that, Tom. Um, I really want them to pick Jaquan Brisker from Penn State. Actually, he's a uh, safety. Um, one of my boys goes to Penn State. He talks about him all the time. I've got to see his highlights a little bit. He's a he's a great player, and the Eagles need desperate desperate help at safety. Um, who our starting safeties are Marcus Epps and Anthony Harris right now. Uh, most people probably don't know who that is. Um, uh, and another position we need to address is the cornerback position. Uh, Darius Slay is a star, but he's 31 years old. And uh, Vontae Maddox really can only play in the slot. He's nothing nothing too special. Um, makes a lot of stupid plays. So uh, we definitely need a uh, another corner. Uh, maybe trade up for Andrew Booth and uh, was a guy Kyler Gordon from what school Washington. From Washington, yeah. yeah. I don't know anything about him, but I heard he's pretty good. Um, yeah, those two guys um, would be cool if we traded up for one of them, maybe. But yeah, I think corner. There's just uh, the secondary in general just needs to get addressed in the, these next few rounds. Yeah, I think secondary is definitely a move Philly should should probably go with. There's also a guy named Jalen uh, Petrie out of Baylor, who's a big name safety. Uh, saw a lot of him last year. He was a big Baylor uh, had a good team last year. Yeah, big time yeah, playmaker were, uh, on that Baylor defense. To watch, yeah. Definitely, and um, we could see maybe a, a, obviously we'll see a few tight ends go today. I mean, I want to see when Trey McBride goes from Colorado State. I yeah, think a lot be the of first, people like him a lot, right? Yeah, I think yeah. he'll be the first tight end off the board. I mean, this guy has gives you a little bit of Kittle vibes. He's got a great hands, and he can uh, block an open field. So, I want to see when uh, really Jeremy Ruckert goes, my Long Island guy. Yeah, Ruckert. Yeah. I wonder if Jets or Giants maybe would take him with the with the local connection. Yeah, maybe. Be interesting. Yeah, I mean, the Jets really. To Jets or something like that. Jets would be yeah. Jets would be a little bit of a stretch just because of how they spent. Uh, they got, went and got Uzoma, and then they got Conklin and free agency. So I mean, I mean, third tight end on the depth chart would be yeah, tough. Yeah, the Jets the finally camera. addressed the tight end position this uh, off season that their fans wanted them to do. Yeah, and no, I thought they did a good yeah, job there. Did, I, I yeah. liked Conklin a lot. The Jets had a very good off season, in my opinion. They did. Yeah, we could talk a little a little bit about the Jets too here. I believe they have uh, they traded one of their seconds to move in to the first last night for Jermaine Johnson, but they do have pick thirty eight. Uh, today behind the Giants uh, in the second round. I wonder who they're thinking here. I mean, they obviously need safety help as well because right now they have um, Ashton Davis starting at safety. I don't think any Jeff fans too happy about that. No, no, yeah, I think they were – 
we have a ton of friends that are Jets fans. Who, they, who do you think they want them to pick today? I think Petrie's a guy they should be definitely looking at. Yeah, safety position definitely for the Jets. I think they could address O-line too. That O-line's very shaky. Uh, O-line could be, yeah, definitely a position they address because, again, we don't know what the issue is with Makai Becton. I mean, yeah, he was hurt. Yeah, he was hurt last hurt year. Last now year. he's not reporting. I know, I heard it was because he was having a kid. Yeah, I think the, the wife's yeah. having a kid. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, we know his he, with his weight, um, injury's always a concern with him. So I wonder, I wonder how the Jets value him. I mean, not taking a quantum at four last night, honestly, makes me think, obviously, the Jets are bought into to Becton, at least for now, and he shouldn't Definitely, be traded. Yeah. So I wonder what they'll do. But, I mean, they could end up taking this right tackle from Central Michigan. Definitely a guy to keep an eye on, Luke uh, Gidke. Um, I've heard the name. They could put him at right, but, I mean, George Fant did have a good season last year. Yeah, I don't know if you can so expect him to do that again. But Yeah, that's the thing. I, I wouldn't honestly trust George Fant like that either. So I think taking line wouldn't be bad for the Jets. I could also see him going safety. So it'll be interesting to see what they do there. Giants, I think Giants got to go defense with this pick. Um, I'm obviously a huge fan of N'Kobe Dean, watching a lot of uh, Georgia this year. He should go within the first five picks today, I would think. Right? Uh, yeah, I would assume he goes yeah. early. Tampa's uh, has the first pick on the clock, so oh, I Tampa mean, could jump on him. Yeah, they honestly, could. He's a player like Devin, kind of like Devin White. Devin White. I mean, yeah, you, you got yeah. White, but I mean, both of those guys paired together would be pretty, be pretty nuts. insane. Yeah, that defense. If they got him, wow, they might be the Super Bowl favorites again. Yeah, Tom's coming back. So yeah, now a lot of interesting stuff. I'm excited for uh, for round two of the draft and. Uh, Ed, it was it was fun having you on. If you got nothing else to say, I mean, we can wrap up this episode. Uh, yeah. Maybe if you want to talk a little baseball for me. Uh, yeah, you want to talk about baseball for a few yeah, minutes? Yeah, I mean, Mets. We can talk a little Mets Yankees. I mean, Mets, Mets Yankees, Yankees right now. Favorite right now. Oh yeah. Are the yeah. top two teams in the AL and NL, and we're yeah, we're that's few, crazy. We're a few weeks in, so that's good to see. Obviously for New York. Yeah. Um, yeah, Yankees. I mean, Yankees beating up on bad competition, but that's what you have to do. You play 162 games. You're going to be playing. Yankees are a top team in the league. That's, so you're the, uh, that's the path to the AL East. Rays went 18 and one against the Orioles last year. So you got to you got to beat up on the bad teams. Exactly. They took care of Cleveland. They took care of Baltimore, which was nice. Yeah, they got to um, go and take two out of three in Kansas City this weekend at least. Yeah, that's a big series for them. They got a good pitching matchups throughout with uh, Nestor Cole and, and Severino. A lot of pressure on Garrett Cole again this weekend, in my opinion. Yeah, he's got to keep it up. Yeah, I mean, one yeah. start was nice, but you, we want to see a consistency yeah, a from him. Let's see if he's using uh, pine tar. There's a little suspicion he's using pine tar last week. Yeah, we saw that on the pant legs. Yeah, How, the I pant wonder leg, what happens. Yeah, we got to see. Uh, we got to check that out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, if, they're, if they're allowing him to do that, which I, they obviously aren't because it's not a rule, but I mean, if it's allowed, obviously he I mean, should be doing it. They were checking his hands after the inning. They didn't notice anything. So, yeah, uh, I mean, he should be okay. Yeah, that's good. Uh, any teams the, you're looking out for, Tom? That, uh, any surprise teams this year that might be good? Yeah, um, I mean, a few disappointing teams, I'll say, to start. Obviously, White Sox are one of them. They yeah, can't stay healthy right now. They're getting beat up. Yeah, they're not looking too good right now. They're getting beat up. Um, a team that's a contender, maybe, I'd say. I think the Cardinals are a team to look out for. I know yeah, you're also high on them. Yeah, that's my team this year. I think they could win the World Series. Yeah, I, I mean, I like them. I know, I know they didn't have a great weekend series or, or series against the Mets yeah. uh, this past weekend. And, I mean, they did end up salvaging the series with a win. Um, also a bench playing brawl in that game. Yeah. Which was pretty pretty cool to see. Arenado went at, uh, got suspended two games. Yeah, he almost <laughs> got hit. Mets and Cardinals went after it. So, But, yeah, I mean, the Mets are also another team to look out for right now. I mean, yeah, Mets we, are good. Mets Mets are good right now. We have to we have to admit that as Yankee fans. Yeah. I mean, the, we, we're used to seeing this hot start, though. I want to see if they can keep it up. I mean, the pitching staff we know is legit, and they don't even have DeGrom healthy. So that's, that's, a, that's a plus yeah. for them. I don't know when DeGrom's coming back, though. That's the thing, yeah. If he he's got to get healthy for them. I mean, the, the only real issue with the Mets right now is their pen. I mean, you have to expect Cohen <clears throat> near the All Star break to add 
some arms oh, to that bullpen yeah. because that's their big weakness right now, and that's definitely going to cost them uh, some games down the stretch. But their lineup's producing. I mean, all the guys they picked up in the offseason, Marte, uh, he puts them on play, steals bases. Uh, he's been pretty pretty solid for them. And, and a guy like Kane has been hitting the ball well. So I think I think the Mets are definitely a team to look out for as well. Yeah, the Mets. Uh, it's cool how the Mets and the Yankees actually are the best team in the both best teams of both leagues right now. Uh, maybe we'll get a Subway Series soon. That'd be fun. That'd be really but, cool. Uh, yeah, uh, it's cool. They both have the best two pitching staffs in the league, in my opinion, too. They're both so far, well so far. Uh, they've both been pitching great. Um, the Yankees, though, I want to talk about. I was one of the few people actually before the season. I was obviously unhappy that the Yankees didn't sign a big name first uh, shortstop. Um, like Corey Seager and Carlos Correa specifically. And I was a little disappointed we didn't sign Freddie Freeman. But, wow, Anthony Rizzo and Isaiah Kiner-Falefa have been outstanding. Like, they've yeah. blown away expectations. Like, Anthony Rizzo is leading the league in home runs right now. He's taking advantage of the short porch. Like, he has been so good. He's been the best player on the Yankees so far this season, defensively and with his bat. And Isaiah Kiner-Falefa is doing everything the Yankees need him to do. He's getting singles which many Yankees players don't do. Many Yankees players just hit home runs, and he's been great in the field. So maybe we did we did a pretty good job this offseason. Maybe maybe did a pretty good job this offseason. I don't want to say for sure yet. Donaldson's bats still needs to come around, but I think the team's looking really good. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Rizzo's just a guy you want on your team. He's, yeah, he's really like the captain for them. He is. I mean, he just seems like he'd be a Yankee too. It's yeah, funny he's he played got for the Cubs. Vibe, yeah. Yankees, those are two of the most prominent franchises yeah. in the sport. So, I mean, yeah, he's just great on both sides of the ball. And, and he's using that short porch where most, most lefties should be using. Gallo should do the same. You just got to get your hands out there and flick it to right. I mean, you got a great shot at a home run. So keep doing that, and, and the Yankees will be fine. They're in Kansas City tonight, as we said, three-game um, trip, uh, three-game series, and then they head to Toronto. So I'd like to take two out of three from Kansas City and, and stay hot because uh, Toronto is still right neck and neck with the Yankees early in the season. They're sitting at 13-7. and seven. We know they're going to be there all year. They're, they have one of the best lineups in the league. Uh, with a nice pitching staff, so yeah, Yankees got to keep winning. Um, for the Mets, their division's off to a little bit of a slower start. Phillies picked it up the last few days. They got a big series coming but, up. But uh, yeah, Phillies, Phillies four game winning streak. Yeah, big That's series. A loss, big series. Big game tonight. Nola's uh, pitching against McGill. And Nola looked so. outstanding his last start. He but did. The Brewers can't hit a baseball for the, to save their lives these days, so who knows how good he was, actually. Yeah, that's another team that who's been a little disappointing. Uh, Milwaukee Brewers, I mean, they, their lineup's just been non-existent so far yeah, this season. They're, it's they're, weird. They're, like, they're probably 12-7 and seven right now. You can check me on that. But they're, 13 they're and one seven. of the worst. Yeah, they're, uh, worth, uh, 13, they're, pitching. they're one of the worst 13-7 and seven teams. Uh, yeah. Not one of the worst, I'll say, actually. Like, one of the worst performing 13-7 and seven teams. Yeah, I agree. I've seen in a while. We watch a lot of their games, me and Tom. Actually, they play during the day a lot, and their bats are just boring to watch. Yeah, Christian Yelich is not the player he once was, or has been playing like the player he once was right now. No. Um, they have, like, Willie Adamas batting third, like, Rowdy Tellez hitting fourth. Like, it is <laughs> it is not a fun lineup to watch. Andrew McCutcheon's leading off for them. Um, yeah, yeah, it's not great. I know they added Hunter Renfro, uh, but their pitching's great, and, you know, it good is. bullpen, too. Williams hasn't been great, but he's getting a little better. And the hater, one of the best closers in the game. So, yeah, they'll be there, but I'm not too high on them this year. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they're doing much. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then the Braves just got Acuna back last night, so the, I'm assuming they'll get going eventually. They're off to a little bit of a sluggish start, maybe a little World Series hangover for them. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, baseball, yeah, we're, we're almost in full swing here. We're yeah, about I'm a few weeks in. For, so. Did Acuna play last night? Yeah, he, he played last night. I know he singled in his actual first at bat back. Oh, which I didn't is even nice see that. See. Yeah, I was just, I didn't follow baseball yesterday. I was watching the draft. Yeah, we're all locked on the draft. Um, yeah, uh, damn, I love Ronald Cunha. Yeah, happy, I'm happy he's happy back. back yeah. But, yeah, I think that's going to do it for Ed and I here on Good our episode. Call to Comeback yeah. uh, episode. Good talk draft. 
Uh, we have day two today, so good. we'll see what the Eagles and Giants do, and uh, baseball's in full swing. Yeah, you want to give a final prediction for your uh, Giants pick today? Giants pick today, it's a good question. Um, I think if Dean falls to them, I think Shane is going to take him because I think he wants to pair him with Martinez. Um, Seems like Shane's been going with these safe picks. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, he wants to. He doesn't want to uh, mess it up. So I, th I think Dean is the pick. Um, if Dean's gone, I think they go Booth. That's my opinion. Yeah. How about you? Um, yeah, I think I, pick I, a little later, but. Uh, I think we would either could trade up for Andrew Booth or I think we stay our uh, pick. I think we're going to pick uh, Jaquan Brisker, safety from Penn State. I like that. I mean, bringing good secondary help. Yeah, we need a uh, definitely need some secondary help in Philly. All right, that's going to do it for Ed and I, guys. Thank you for coming on today, and uh, have a good one. Thanks so much.